You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Hey guys, welcome to Sarcastic Remarks. Along with Chris and James, my name is Ryan. Welcome to the After Game Reviews. Dallas Stars win a second game of a back-to-back tonight over the second-best team in the NHL. <laughs> they win by a final score of 4-1, to one, although really, let's call it what it really was, 2-1. to one. And it was just a fantastic game overall. Um, the hockey gods hated us for a second, and then they loved us again. And then everything was forgiven by the hockey gods to us. So, anyways, what did y'all think of tonight? It was fun. Boy, there was points in the game where it was so boring, um, the first period. <laughs> and then there was other points in the game where it was only excitement. It was so back and forth. You, you had to keep watching the whole time. You had to keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. For how much of a defensive game last night's game was, this was not, and the goalies were just fabulous. Both goalies were fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, seriously, where did this uh, Schmied guy come from? Like, he had like a, yeah, he was like a 862 or something last year. I'm just pulling out of my butt. I don't actually know what his save percentage was last year, but he's been fantastic. And he gave his team a chance to win tonight. And I mean, on multiple chances. Uh, I got to talk about this. Glenn Denning is like completely snake bit right now. I swear he had about three grade A scoring chances. And if he had just elevated it just a little bit, it would have gone in the back of the net. And then Schmid just had his number tonight. And I have all the whole players, fourth line. Yeah, I have all Kimmy the players. Had several chances. Yeah, they, that, yeah, you're right. That whole fourth line was fantastic tonight. And they they were a big catalyst in tonight's game and a big difference in tonight's game. I, I I felt so bad for Glenn Denning because, you know, he doesn't get goals all the time. And every once in a while, you see one of these games where he's just like, Glenn Denning is playing offensively? What the heck is going on here? And he just never gets rewarded for it in those games. And I, I, this is another one of those games I feel like it happens like once every 20 games or once every 30 games or something. And he, he just got screwed over several times by Schmid. It was ridiculous. Yeah, so Agreed. Very, very happy with the way the entire depth of the Stars played tonight. That was a full team game there. You could tell that both teams were tired. They are both on a back-to-back, but that fourth line totally stepped up in a whole other way. So going into tonight's game, no lineup changes other than Wedgwood in and Otter out. We all expected that. Wedgwood was a probably the biggest difference in the game for the Dallas Stars. Um, Dallas going into this game, they're 0-2 in the second game of a back-to-back this season. Excuse me if I can talk. So just starting off with it, Mason Marchment had a really good shot, but no one there was was there for the rebound, so it could have been 1-0 early. Shots are 3-0 Dallas early on, so they're pressing early. And Wedgwood, and I, I wrote this down multiple times tonight, a huge save on Jesper Bratt, and it was coming down the right side. Dallas would go in the power play. It was not a very good power play by either power play terrible. unit. Absolutely terrible power play. What, what did y'all see in that particular power play that you were just like, bleh? The stars couldn't get into the zone. 
So I thought Haskinen actually did a really bad job on that power play of, of getting into the zone, making incorrect decisions. And then when we did get into the zone, which was a couple of times, we we made passes that were too aggressive instead of just trying to get set up. So there there was like there was three times just on that one power play where we had the the puck on the wing and you had an open guy on the point and they decided not to go to him and try to go to the bumper in the middle of the ice just too quickly. I mean, we need to set up possession a little bit and then get to the bumper is, is my thought. James, is there anything you saw in particular other than that? Yeah, no, that's I pretty much agree the same way. And also just the the first period in general was kind of slow and the penalty wasn't wasn't necessarily like from any offensive pressure or anything. So you're trying to get something going right off the bat. It just wasn't working. Right after the power play, uh, Mercer would have a huge chance and Wedgwood sprawling out again. I'm going to say his name multiple times tonight. And this was about the seven and a half minute mark. And I wrote down the last four minutes, Dallas turnovers are leading to new New Jersey extended zone time. So I thought they actually played pretty well the first 10 minutes. And then they took the penalty and New Jersey started get, to get going on that particular part of the game. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, hence would hit the post just randomly. It just, and it was kind of, no yeah, randomly. Great shot. What a shot. Well, it was a great it shot. It was in. just, it was just random. It was just like he, and then he was like, probably like 50 feet away from the goal or something like yeah. that. I don't know what happened, but whatever. Yes. The crossbar uh, shots have changed instead of three to nothing. It's now seven to four in favor of New Jersey. So New Jersey getting the better chances through the second half of that period. And then in the closing seconds of the first period, Mason Marchman gets a huge chance. He's alone in front and it was an absolute great shift by that second line to end the period. And I think it kind of transitioned very nicely into the second, a little bit. What did y'all think? of the first period negatives positives anything yeah mostly boring it looked like both teams had played last night you couldn't really get going both teams look tired is really what i think and and in terms of us being the away team that it was great that it was a boring first period yeah agreed good point um going into the second period um a minute and 45 seconds in again there's a huge save by Suter. Who would figure? Yeah. Suter makes his second big save of the season. Shots at this point are crazy. It's 15 to 6 in favor of New Jersey. But, you know, Razor pointed out something that was, you know, that made kind of some sense in the fact that they were just getting one and done, right? So there was no big, scary second opportunity. And the thing that we've noticed a lot, especially the last couple of weeks, is that when the opposing team is coming down and they just take the puck and shoot it on our goalie. Our goalie Norman makes the first save. It's that rebound chance, or if it's away from the goalie where that set, that goal was normally scored when we would be giving up goals and bunches and stuff like that. And I think we fixed it. Yeah. I think credit tonight to the stars. I mean, I don't think Wedgwood was just perfect on rebound control tonight, but the stars were better around him and clearing pucks whenever he did give up those rebounds and making sure that they didn't get those second chances, like you said. So good on, good on Wedgie, good on defense too. I'm giving both credit. Within a 15-second span, about five minutes into the second period, Robo has a really good D-zone play on a New Jersey rush chance, and then he gets robbed by Schmied on the other side. Absolutely. And again, I'll, I'll we you have to give props to Schmied. He was probably the best player tonight. Probably, I, I arguably, the best player tonight. I wouldn't even say arguably. I think without a doubt, he was the best player on the ice tonight. He, th There's three for sure goals. Like, 
not even questionable and he saved they were incredible those are probably three of like the top 20 saves of the year in one game by one goalie it's crazy and then just randomly after it seems like schmidt is going to keep his team in the game and new jersey is going to score first it's actually delandria who scores off of a, a wicked tip it, it was completely there i mean i think it was Suter and him in the offensive zone and that was it they were changing and Delandria gets the goal. Uh, it's one nothing Dallas. What'd you think? Yeah, Ellie deflection. I mean, mm-hmm. he's learning it Trade from Pravelski. Uh, you caught. I think they caught the Devils a little bit. The Devils were trying to fly into the other zone. Suter made a good play to keep it in, and great deflection by Delhi. A little bit lucky on getting yeah, such a huge hop, but it's a good play. Yeah, I mean that's exactly, and I mean we see Pavelski has scored multiple goals like that last year. I mean he just tips mm-hmm. it high slot sometimes, and it. It goes, it goes in. It it tricks the goaltender. It changes direction. Those are hard to save. And I agree with you. Where it's a, it's a especially good play when the goalie's playing as well as he was too, because it's a completely different look. It's not a shot coming off a stick. It's a puck moving a weird direction. And I, I think it was a good play overall. A little bit lucky, yes, but good play by Delhi and good thinking by Suter to get it to him somehow. I thought this was the hockey gods rewarding us because of the fact that we lost the game in the last 30 seconds of the period in Pittsburgh. So I was just kind of like, eh, this is retribution. This is what we get. Oh, random thought. And I, I forgot to mention this. Pavelski had an excellent first period, especially defensively. He had absolutely great play, uh, great plays defensively for Pavelski in the first. Um, anyways, right after that, uh, Dallas seems to get it going. It seemed like a shot in the arm with that goal from uh, Delandria. But then, literally about two minutes later, Wood scores off of a very similar play. It's a deflection from the point, and, I mean, not much you can say. Wedgwood couldn't see it. Felt like the exact same thing, honestly. (laughs) It was just even after that. I wanted to ask you all this question. Some people were blaming Suter on this because Razor said something about, should should Suter have tied up the stick? It is my question. Because Razor said something about, you know, maybe that's the only thing that was missed. So what do y'all think? Well, he mentioned that because he tied everything else up on Wood other than the stick. He he made a good defensive play. Wood just made a better play. I think people are too hard on Suter tonight. I thought he had a pretty good night overall. And honestly, Wood isn't even that close to the net. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost high slot exactly like Delandre's tip. You're not going to expect the going for the tip there either so yeah I, yeah i'm giving credit to wood there and not blaming Suter. right after the goal two minutes later schmied continues to do schmied things it's ridiculous he has two e- absolute enormous saves during a i think it's a penalty kill right no it's not a penalty kill it's just a fourth line but Glendening and Kiviranta both get a chance off of a two-on-one. Glendening gets the first initial shot. Kiviranta gets the rebound, and he makes he makes saves on both. It's absolutely ridiculous. Great saves by Schmid there. Yeah. All three of the saves that he made tonight, the Kiviranta one, the one that we're talking about right now, I just screamed at the top of my lungs because they were fantastic. <laughs> and then literally right after that, Hintz gets robbed by Schmid. So there's another one, there's the third. and 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 then I wrote, uh, "Gosh, the go- the goalie gods are not on Dallas's side right now. Somebody forgot to make a sacrifice to the goalie gods." So I was thinking, please don't let us get goalied again. Like we yeah. we already had like the 
goaltending performance of you know modern era analytics with Matt yeah. Murray back against Pittsburgh or against Toronto, excuse me. And it was just ridiculous. So I was keeping my fingers crossed there. It, and this was definitely the second best goaltending performance we've run, we've run into this season, and we still scored four goals. So I'm very happy. We only scored two goals on the goal. Really, two. Four really overall, two. I'm happy with. Uh, Wedge would have would ha- also respond with his own big save off of a rebound chance from the point, and then Dallas would go on the penalty kill, Miro for tripping on Heischer, and it kind of looked like they had a little friendly little talk there, and he, and Miro's like, dude, come on, really? Yeah, friendly little talk, whatever. That was a dive. <laughs> <laughs> it looked friendly. It looked friendly. But anyways, uh, Glenn Denning actually seemed to have the best chance on that power play, and it's going the opposite way for the Stars. And again, Glenn Denning just was a, was fantastic tonight. So he gets, an, he gets another opportunity there. doesn't go in the back of the net. Uh, Wedgwood would make a save on Zetterland, or Zetterlund. I forgot whatever his name is. Z- I almost sure. said Zetterling, but something like that. And Essa just didn't know that he was behind him. So it is what it is. Holler would take a shot. Uh, Wedgwood would make a good save. Lundqvist with two really good D plays. And I wanted to point it out because we're like, oh, well, he's playing with Mayor Haskin, and obviously he's going to be playing well. But those were particular plays that stood out to me because – it was him doing it individually. He wasn't getting any help from a- anybody there. So two good plays by Lundqvist. And to end the second period, the Stars get the buzzer beater from Hintz after Miro hits the post from the point. What did y'all think of that goal? I mean, that's just, that's timely goals, and that's what the first line consistently gives us. James always talks about it. The first minute and the last minute of the periods and the minute after goals. This line somehow always scores during those time frames. And huge momentum shift for the Stars there. You go into the third period already in the lead, knowing what you need to do. Yeah. It's a huge goal. And, and no it, no one better than Rope Hintz to do it. Yeah, and it, and it becomes even bigger when you're talking about it's the second game of back-to-back as well. Now you get mm-hmm. to you get to lay back a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be harder to score because no one's got fresh legs. Mm, that's exactly true. Exactly true. Hey, hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into even bigger payouts with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. This is something they pointed out during the intermission, but this is the first time Dallas has taken a lead into the third period in a very long time. So either they were down and they scored bunches of goals to tie it and send it to overtime and lose, or, you know, it'd be tied going into the third period. So that was a really, really big goal by Rope Hintz. And again, he continues to do his thing as well. So going into the, into the third period, there's not much to talk about other than both goalies continued to be fantastic, and Dallas just had a, a smidgen more energy 
than the New Jersey Devils did, and they were able to lock it down defensively through most of the third period. What did y'all see that you liked from the Stars in the third period? Yeah, I, I give so much credit, the entire game really, to our fourth line. I mean, they're going to have the most energy just because obviously they don't play as much, and their shifts were really integral in the flow of this game. So every time they were on the ice, they really changed the momentum, put pressure on the Devils. Our fourth line beat their fourth line. And I think that was probably one of the big keys of the game tonight. Yeah, I mean, just in shots alone, that fourth line altogether reached 12 shots on net. That's crazy. That's crazy for a fourth line. That's great. Yeah. Keep it up. The only thing that they could have done better is just score. That's literally it. They played they a great game. Had three goals. Yeah, yeah they should have. They got <laughs> robbed. So, a couple of people with some shots through the third period. Hughes had a chance. Mercer had a chance. Wedgwood saved both of those. And then Jesper Bratt doing his thing again. One of the best players in the NHL right now. Uh, Wedgwood would make a great save on him as well. He sure would get a, sh- a chance. Halfway through the period, Pavelski hit the post. And then literally going the opposite way. Just an equally big chance for Sharon Govich of the New Jersey Devils. And uh, Wedgwood says no on that one. And then Schmied robs Glenn Denning again. <laughs> for like the third or fourth time, I think I said that. And it was a it was just a beautiful save with the blocker. And Glenn Denning just can't buy a goal to save his life tonight. Nope. Yeah. I mean, Schmied was incredible. Seven and a half minutes. Wedgwood makes multiple saves. Dallas goes on the penalty kill. Shots are 35 to 25 with six minutes remaining. Uh, They pull the goalie. Empty net for New Jersey. Dallas gets two empty net goals. One by Essa. The other by Mason Marchment. And then we also got to mention the big explosion that happened at the bench. Foxa with an absolutely huge block shot at the end of the game and i don't think i've heard the dallas stars bench get that loud for a block shot before so fantastic by foxa side note he looked like he was in pain and he did not go on the on the ice for the celebratory hug with the goalies so he just went straight into the uh, tunnel so hopefully he's okay he did walk off if you saw where it hit him it actually hit him in the back of the leg and there's no padding there so Those sting a lot, lot more. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of want to like make sure we don't under undersell that play by Foxa because that's the no. type of play that builds character for your entire team. I mean, your top guys see your fourth liner put their body on the line to make sure the game stays over. That's going to bring everyone on the team together, and that's just a great play by Foxa. And I've given him a lot of crap the past three games, but that that's something that Foxa has never stopped doing is being yeah, I mean, that great of an of a defensive center for the stars and he, he he's a real character piece on the team he really is yeah. he's a fourth liner through and through yeah exactly Ugh, I, i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask it anyway is he worth the three million dollars no obviously not yes he is yes he is yes he is give it to him he deserves it he absolutely deserves it. That's like his big contract. He's not going to get a bigger contract than that. He's a big part of this team. He has been for a long time. And I, I think the reason why we got onto him is because he was being asked to play a role that he's not meant to be played for, right? He was on that second line as the center. So I think that's probably why we got onto him a little bit. And he was trying to be more offensive, like like we were asking him to do. 
it, it just doesn't work. And this goes all the way back to the stars are looking for a top six forward. They're looking for a top four D man. If they go out and get another forward, who comes out of the lineup? It has to be Gary on your Curry. Yeah. yeah. It has I mean, to if- be. You cannot take out Kiviranta with the way he's played. You can't take out Glenn Denny. You can't, you can't take out Foxy. I'm sorry. You cannot, you can't the way those three guys have been playing all three of them. They, now they haven't been scoring, but the way they play as that fourth line, especially in a game like this, they were very noticeable. They got a bunch of chances. And then that incredible play at the end of the game where obviously the whole team was completely behind Foxa there. Absolutely loved it. If it if a trade this is this is more Wednesday night talk, but anyway. Yeah. If a trade happens for the stars, it's almost certainly gonna be Garyanov going the other way just because of his cap hit, purely. Yep. Because I mean, we're not gonna have space for a top six forward unless we move three million dollars like Gurry has. So Right. So and that's unfortunate because uh, as much as I like uh, Gary Onoff, he's obviously the the weak point on the team and doesn't really have a role right now. So other than he's on the second power play unit. So, But we'll talk more about that on, on Wednesday night. Uh, biggest things that happened tonight, you guys. There's a lot of good things that happened tonight. Biggest thing for me is if y'all read my article, they did everything I said. <laughs> to beat these playoff teams, they have to score – at least three goals. They did that. They were empty netters. I'm counting them because I counted them in my stats. And they needed depth <laughs> scoring. And they got depth scoring and just overall great depth play tonight by everyone not in the top line. They played exceptional. They were the reason we won this game. Not the first line who played good still, obviously. We, we got a goal. goal by Rope. Right. The depth is why we win this game. And they were fantastic. And honestly, this is two really well-played road games back-to-back. I mean, this is back-to-back games, both on the road, both against red-hot teams. Maybe the Devils not of recent. They're on. They're technically on their worst skid of the season. Three games. Three games. (laughs) Three games. Ridiculous. But but regardless, I mean, both of those games were played really well. It's unfortunate that we coughed up one at the end of the Penguins game. Otherwise, we come out of this back-to-back with at least three points. Yeah, if we didn't cough up that goal late, just... We're elated right now. And I still mm-hmm. think we should be very happy with the way the Stars have played the last two. Great point, James. I think my biggest one for me is the way that Wedgwood came in and played tonight. Uh, I mean, I know that we talked about Schmid and sang his praises with how good he was, but, I mean, Wedgwood was equally as good. He Now, he didn't have to face the amount of chances that Schmid did yeah. or the, the quality level, but the saves that he shots. did make were very very good and he was super solid and made his own really good saves as well so that was my biggest thing but let's continue on biggest winner biggest loser tonight my biggest winner i'm going to swallow my pride i'm giving it to the whole fourth line and then i'm elevating fox a one tick because i've been such a jerk to him the past three games <laughs> that block at the end of the game seriously i feel like that block it can be such a big thing to a locker to a dressing room sorry razor I think that's going to be a key moment to the season for the team that the fans aren't going to notice later on. Uh, I'm actually going to get mine to the NHL because they chose good stars of the night tonight. They give Wedgwood the first star for the winner. They give Schmidt the second star because he was absolutely amazing. And then they give Hintz the third star because he got the game-winning goal. Claps. I would almost <laughs> I would almost put Schmid as the first star 
because he had no, a lot more lost. bigger qualities. <laughs> he had a lot more big quality saves than Wedgwood did. But he lost Wedgwood when we praise winners in this. That's country. how it works. That's how it works, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, winners I, get sprinkles. Yeah, winners get when, sprinkles. Yeah, except when the first uh, the first star of the other night doesn't even get a goal. He gets one assist. He's a minus one on the night, and he the only thing he does is score in the shootout. Sorry, I'm over it. Not even the game winner. Yeah, not even the game winner. That's right. <laughs> Just because he's a freaking he's a freaking superstar in the NHL, and if you haven't caught on, we're talking about Kirill Kaprizov, by the way. That Minnesota he did game. score a goal stupid. in that game, but he had a I think he had a minus three on the night. <laughs> oh, no, so even worse than I thought. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it was even it worse was pretty bad. It was a it was a minus two or minus three. It was really bad though. So, for me, I think I got to give I got to give my biggest winner to uh, Luke Glendening. I mean, he he was my He's slowly becoming my Jason Dickinson. You know how I had like a thing for Jason Dickinson. I absolutely loved the way he played. Luke Lindenig is starting to become that guy for me. And he has been absolutely fantastic the last couple of games and especially in this game tonight. I just wish he would have gotten rewarded for, I'm not joking, four or five grade A quality chances that he had. So that means probably the next game he's going to like fling one from like center ice or something and it's going to bounce a couple times and go behind the goalie i don't know <laughs> something like that's bound to happen but we'll see um did y'all have a biggest loser tonight hey james's biggest winner i, I think my biggest it. winner he did oh, he did yeah the oh, nhl sorry. for choosing good stars all right i'm sorry i'm a loser <laughs> biggest loser me <laughs> <laughs> no my biggest loser is gonna be the devils i thought they scored goals they suck <laughs> they do suck i agree <laughs> All this analytical talk, and then we get to the, the yeah, they suck. They're, suck. They're bad. <laughs> that's the three straight. That's awful. Remarks. Yeah, I, I can't. Uh, I I guess I'm gonna. I can't really think of one to cop out. James, go ahead, and I'll, I'll try and uh, think of one. I'm gonna go with Miller because he has to play with Suter, oh. and the amount of times that I see Suter just randomly pass it to the corner, and Miller has to go chase the puck and and win it back for him is ridiculous. I so, did see that play. I know exactly the, what play you're talking about. <laughs> yeah the the fact that he has to play with Suter it makes him the biggest loser. Yeah, I think it definitely makes him look worse too because I noticed several it times totally Miller does. had had some I, real issues. I mean, so I yeah. mean, and and he. He played with Haskinen to start the season. I thought he looked great playing with Haskinen. I think and I think what we're learning is everyone looks great when they're paired with Haskinen. That's <laughs> besides Suter. Suter still looks Suter. No, no, Suter is Suter is okay when he plays with Haskinen. So therefore, it kind it, it's kind of but, fine. But right? Suter Suter is the opposite of what Haskinen does. Then anyone who's paired with Suter just makes them look worse. Because I mean, we were talking about Hawk and Pop being worse uh, back a couple weeks ago, and he was paired with Suter then. So I mean, oh, that's true. it's like, it's he, like he, every, it's it's every everyone who's paired with Suter is just bound to fail. And Hawkinpa had a really great game tonight when he was paired with Lindell. So. I know, it, I know, I really don't understand. I Ooh. I just think I Conspiracy. I think Suter just makes dumb passes to his D partner, and he just hopes that they can get them. That's probably something we need to talk about tomorrow night. I mean, what's it what's it going to take to get Suter scratched? What's it going to take? It's gonna take much. a lot. It's gonna take a lot, but um, I don't have a biggest loser. I can't. I can't come up with one. I'm sorry. Ooh. I don't know. Sorry, I'll biggest cop out. Loser Ryan for being a terrible podcaster. There we go. I'll, I'll take the L there. I'll uh, take the L. Jack Hughes for losing his point streak. He had a point streak, right? 
Sure. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Point. I think Jack he had a point streak. Yeah, probably. No idea. His name is Jack Hughes. He's Jack Hughes, and, and, <laughs> and he didn't get a point tonight. So, yeah. Biggest loser. Go. Agreed. All right. There you go, Ryan. Normally, I'd end it off, but we got a couple things to talk about first off, because this next game for the Dallas Stars could be monumental, but not for the Stars. Alexander Ovechkin currently has 799 goals in the NHL. That is absolutely insane crazy. Absolutely amazing to watch. And it, it, it would, I'm not saying I would love it that he would score against the Stars, but it would be cool. That'd be cool. It would be cool. I mean, to get his, to, to actually get to see a chance of history against your team, that would be one instance when I'd be like, okay, I'd, I'd be fine with it. I still want them to win the game, obviously, but. I'll that cheer game is coming out. Yes. yes. <laughs> but anyways, anyways, just I mean he's 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 fantastic. He's one of the greatest greatest snipers of all time, if not the greatest sniper of all time. And we'll see if he can get to 800 against the Stars on Thursday. Uh we'll be back with you guys tomorrow night. We got a an extended episode for y'all where we're going to really dig into a lot of stuff. We're going to dig into Gary Allen, we're going to dig into Suter. Uh we we've been pushing off the whole you know, trade targets for the stars. I think we yeah. really need to talk about it now. <laughs> Definitely. Cause it, it's starting to get to that point. And yeah, I think that's it. So fantastic. Yeah. Oh, go and check out Chris's uh, latest blog post. He put up yeah. another one. He has a Gary on one and he got bored at work today again. So he talked about how the stars are really bad against playoff caliber teams right now, except for it's blog post. It's blog post week. We're trying, we're going for one a day. Really? You're going to do another one, one tomorrow? We're doing another one tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Okay, go for I it. I think of something to post. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Go out and check. StarcasterGamarks.com. You can see our brand new website. has been up for about a month now. Go and check out StarcasterGamarks.com for all your merch options as well. We'd love for you all to support us there, and that's the best way that you can do that. And please leave us a five-star review. Click like. Comment, subscribe, all that stuff. Anywhere you listen to this, YouTube, Twitch, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Along with Chris and James, my name is Ryan. We will catch you guys on the flip side, and we hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, evening, afternoon, whenever y'all are listening. Chris, take us out. GG, boys, let's go. See you guys later.